Good afternoon and welcome to the latest episode of the Magicast. Welcome to episode 187. I'm your host Scott Munro. Uh, we are recording on a Monday afternoon. Today is my day off and uh, recording a little bit earlier than usual. Uh, with me in Montreal, Canada, Joey, how are you? Hey Scott, a little calmer from yesterday. How are you? Uh, if we recorded yesterday, I think some things would have been said about FIGC officials, um, Liga Serie A, uh, um, Roma being very, very poor, um, us Roma fans seeing the writing on the wall after a very good week or so, and then the games prior to yesterday afternoon or evening uh, going in Roma's way, only to see a seven-goal thriller Red card, VAR, a lot of Roma fans disgruntled on social media. So you put that all into a mixture. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you echoed my feelings as well, Scott. So yeah, it, it's been a fun weekend for me, sports wise. I watched Swindon lose in the 96th minute, concede a late goal to lose two one against the second team in the league, Carlisle. I watched Roma. In a weird, weird game, I watched three games back-to-back and I really couldn't be bothered to watch Juve. And they scored four goals. And I was thinking, ah, meh, uh, yeah, it's 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 football. We're coming into the busy part of the season. But I digress, I digress. After a literally a really good week last week, the two wins against um, Juventus and then on Thursday against Real Sociedad, who I think drew with Real Mallorca yesterday, one all. So they're not going into good form going into the second leg at, uh, in in the Basque country on Thursday. But I thought confidence was a, confidence was a bit high. Um, where do you want to start off with? Crazy first half, crazy second half, just a manic game overall. Um, Sassuolo really really played well and really hit on the counter um do you want to talk about the starting lineup because you sent me a direct message as i was getting coffee at my local shops yesterday and you were not happy with the uh the lineup uh no i wasn't scott i i was mentioned uh when we were we were messaging each other um i was worried about loriente against uh against zaleski and well lo and behold scott <laughs> tended to be right i I mean, I, I don't understand you. I still think Chelik, barring from his error, is the most defensive, defensive, uh, uh, defensive wing back that we have out of the four of selection. So against a guy who is in form as Loriente is, I just don't get how you wouldn't put him. It's a perfect game for him just to contain. Remember, there was no Mancini. I, I did, I did say I was worried about Kumbula and. Zaleski having to uh, cover Lorente on the right side, but there was a there was a good catch from the coaching staff uh, where they switched over Ibanez to put him on the right and put Kambula on the left. We'll get to Kambula later, but in the end, he still ended up scoring two goals. I mean, defensively on the wing backs were poor. So yeah, I I was just I was I was worried and and like we mentioned in the last pod, I was worried about the game. The pod we had uh, from the review of Sociedad and the previous as well. I told you and Rosa, I was worried about the game overall. And again, we did it to ourselves. We had a chance for second, just like Cremonese. We uh, had pressure just to go to second, uh, you know, and we didn't do it. We blew it. 
<laughs> we short, it. It short and simple. We blew. I was a bit worried with the lineup. I don't think Bove and Matic should have started. I, I agree with playing three in midfield to counterbalance Sassuolo's four-three-three. They, they played on the counter yesterday um, and executed their game plan magnificently. Um, I'll talk a, a little bit about it later. Um, but yeah, um, I didn't what I didn't like Bove and Matic. Bove got hooked at half at half time. I don't think he had a good game. I think we talked a lot previously about Maddy Camera, and I thought he did okay when he came on. Got booked for a reckless challenge, and I thought he could have started. Um, but we missed Brian Costante, didn't we? Yeah, can't believe we're going to say this again, but we did. We lost. <laughs> We lost stability in the midfield. It's just more of a, a positioning sense. Um, so Bove, uh, Bove Matic, I don't. It's not obvious. It's not the right pairing, but it has nothing to do with Matic. It's just I just think Bove is. Uh, he might be a little too, as we say, green. Raw. Uh, yeah. Playing in the, these type of games. Um, I'm. He's only seems to be good now in a sense where you're you're defending a lead, you have about 20 minutes to go, you bring him on. I think he has shown some value in that situation, but as a starter, I don't think he can control. I thought the midfield got completely overrun. Mm. Um, I I agree with Matic needed to be benched, but uh, I agreed if Cristante was available. But the fact that he wasn't, I think you had to start Matic because positionally, uh, Wijnaldum likes to drift forward, a little bit like Veratu. I mean, which is fine, but positionally, him him too, he was nowhere to be found. I found the whole midfield overrun, Scott. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm statistical, Scott, and I was going to... Uh, I remember this for the podcast. Did you know uh, Bove and, and Wijnaldum had zero tackles combined and only yes. one interception? I saw combined. that this morning. I saw that this morning. I saw someone tweet that out this morning. So, yeah, you can I, see. I what even thought before the tweet. I looked. I looked just to see how bad our midfield was overrun, and they were overrun badly. Like I felt, Matic had and the defense obviously had no support defensively. Uh, look, I still believe in Wijnaldum. Don't get me wrong. I think quality is going forward. That box to box is there. Give him some time. I know he was getting a little bit of stick yesterday on social media. I mean, for him. I, I've seen him play well, so I, I give him some time. Matty Camera making the surprise appearance. Um, I can kind of see why he doesn't always play tactically. He doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't have the positional awareness or maybe the same. He's not in sync with the players, but again, he hasn't played in so long. So, mm. uh, again, our midfield is a big problem. Uh, when, when a couple guys miss, everything just becomes unbalanced, and we got completely torched in the midfield, as we did with our wingbacks and the biggest culprit, which I will not name right now because he angers me. We'll, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but yeah, we just got overrun. Sassuolo played well. I mean, Dybala was good uh, as always, but again, we have to waste his, we have to waste his energy. Again, a game we have to waste Dybala to try to come save it. There's not one game we can just win comfortably without him. It's crazy how we have no depth. Mourinho's right. We have, sorry for the rant. We have no depth. It's insane how you switch two, three guys and everything just it goes to shit. So yeah. we just don't have that level. It's a miracle where we are, you know, still battling, but we don't have the depth really to compete. We can't replace one to two starters. Everything goes bad. I uh, I sentiment. You're you're 
your reasons, yeah. It's like, because you saw it with the last two subs, he brings on two Primavera players, um, one in to play right wing back, one to play up front. He brings off Abraham after, what, 60, 65 minutes when it's 3-2. Um, you had no Bellotti because he was... he. he broke his wrist or fractured his wrist but there's a there's stuff lying around that he could start on Thursday this pack schedule he, I, I I I agree with Mourinho on one thing not playing Gianluca Mancini was probably a masterstroke because he would have got booked under Fabri yesterday he, and he also seems slightly injured Scott yeah Sorry to interrupt, no no so. that's fine it's so he's probably picked up a knot. It, that, that was a masterstroke because him Fabri that game yesterday he would have missed the derby, so he's he's on four yellow still going into the derby. But should we talk about the game itself? Four three. It was two nil, two one, three one. Red card could have been a double red card and a no penalty given. I'm still baffled on why that penalty was given because the ball's dead. Um, but yeah, um, and then three two one the goal for Balo Dybala. Uh, Pinamonte scoring a really 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 good goal with a lovely finish, and then. Genie Wijnaldum scores a really, really good goal. Three of the scruffiest goals you'll ever see this season. Two from Loriente and Zaleski, where I think all three were scuffs. And then you see two wonder goals from Dybala and Wijnaldum and then a penalty from Berardi and Pinamonte. But um, that, where do you want to start? First half... 2-0 down after 20 minutes, including one of the best nutmegs I've ever seen this season from Dominico Berardi, which sent Spinazzola back to Atalanta, back to Juventus, back to getting his dentistry done um, <laughs> it, for the assist for the second goal. I was just like, what is going on? Roma started off well and then reverted back to the, into their shell. I think the shock of the going two goals down quickly affected them, then you got the Zaleski goal, then you had that absolute moment at Manus from Maris Kumbulo. Uh, it, it looked like he, he got kicked out by Berardi. Berardi kicked him up the arse or near the groin and then Kumbulo reacted. Kumbulo shouldn't have reacted. He shouldn't have done what Moise Keane did last week. In an era of VAR, we are, what, five seasons into VAR in Syria, maybe six you cannot do things like that. Um, there were some very tasty South American-esque tackles going on through this game. Trasaldi on Abraham in the second half should have been more than a yellow. That was baffling that it wasn't a red. But yeah, um, there's so much to unpack. <laughs> Before I go on a massive rant and a tangent uh, and just say what I feel, um, what were your thoughts on yesterday's game and performance? But you can talk about Fabry if you want. The bald fraud, as I called him on social media. Yeah, I'll start with the uh, the game itself. Uh, it was just... It was just underwhelming. They um, they had a chance again to go second. You know, it's one of the games where they should beat the opponent. Uh, Roma are the favorites, and again, they falter. They do this by always having forced changes to make, and the squad becomes unbalanced. They were overrun in the midfield, as you can see in that first half. We had very poor wing-back play, especially defensively. And it resulted in goals being scores marked. Uh, you know, attackers weren't being marked. Loriente was was uh, open, both of his goals. I mean, Patricio, if there was a positive in the first half, I mean, Patricio did all he could. But 
uh, other than that, every everybody was being overrun. I mean, Zaleski's shot was lucky. I'm I'm glad he scored, Scott. Go no me wrong, but I don't think he should see the the field for a little while. Uh, sorry to say, just it's been poor. Spinazzola defensively had a poor game too. Uh, but look, it it can happen. It just we don't have enough talent to cover some guys when they play awful. That's that's the problem. And our center backs look unbalanced, even making one change. But I. I can't fully blame them. I will get to the Kambula part, but I can't fully blame them because I really think the midfield yesterday was overrun, and you can see mm-hmm. Smalling was screaming for support from the midfield to help them because I felt there was too many counterattacks where they were three-on-threes, four-on-threes. Um, Matic was tired. You can tell he, he couldn't. like He had to be forced off in the 60th. If he gets forced off for camera, he, he, that means he, he, can't last, he can't last more than what he was doing. And uh, positionally, Bove and maybe a little bit of Wijnaldum. I know Wijnaldum was supposed to be more attacking. It wasn't the greatest. And just that's the first half we gave up those two goals. And then, well, coming towards the end of the first half, the ridiculous red card, which I absolutely believe it's a red card. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not sounding biased. I do believe it's a red for Kumbula. But the, the the part where all Roma fans have been complaining was the officiating by Fabri, which even Rosella Sensi said something about it. Totti has said something about it. I mean, I don't think they say it for a lot of other games that Marino's complaining about, but this was ridiculous. I understand you give the red card to Kambula, but Fabri not giving the red card for Berardi kicking at the groin, and even Pareto, the, the uh, VAR, the images he was looking at and everything I saw on my screen was only looking at the reaction, but you mm. should be looking at the entire sequence. The full picture, yeah. Exactly, which they didn't. And if you see, there's a kick out by Berardi and then there's a reaction by Kambula, the right call would have been two red cards, dead ball to Roma, and it wasn't the case. Now, the fact that they called the red card with the penalty... Uh, you mentioned before you're not sure about the penalty. I I went to go see about the rules. I think the ball was still in play. Ah, uh, okay. While oh, yeah. reaction, the reaction was being made by Kambula. Yeah. It wasn't in. Yeah, it wasn't it was in Patricio's hands. Yeah, yeah, it was in Patricio's hands, wasn't it? But it wasn't out of play. But the ball was dead. Okay, I've got you. So if yeah, it was exactly. out of play, say if it went behind for a goal kick. Right. Okay. I yeah. don't even think he had it, the, Scott. I'm not even sure if he had the ball in his hands while the reaction was made. I think it was still kind of live, like bef- just before he grabbed it. I'll rewatch the replay, but that's supposedly the clarity on the rule. And I mean, if if there was no kickout by Berardi, sure, that's the complete right call. But the fact that there was a kickout, I, I think both need to get a red and both, both need to be sent off. And it should have been Roma's... Uh, Roma's kick with Patricio from that point, it should have been a 2-1 game going a half. Mm. And then Berardi sticks the penalty down the middle, 3-1 half-time, couple of subs, Karsdorp and Dabala come on for Bove and Spinazzola. Uh, so it's like a hybrid 3-4 at the back. Um, Dabala scores this one to go, and then you're thinking, okay, Roma can truly get into this game. Trisaldi makes that god awful challenge on Abraham, um, and then Pinamonte makes it four two, and then you've got 
Genie Wijnaldum making it 4-3 right at the end. I can't fault the effort in the second half. I thought Roma did well in the second half and fought tooth and nail. They were never out of the game, even at 4-2. There was always this you thought at the back of your mind you, you could see something happening, but they were hampered with the first half performance because you were clearly right. that They were overrunning the midfield. Um, they missed Cristante and they missed Pellegrini with the injuries, uh, with the injuries and suspension. Sorry, but Davide Fratesi, we talked to him on the previous pod with Rosa and yourself. He was man of the match for me. He was outstanding uh, for Sassuolo. Um, I'll probably ask again. It, it has that deal has to be done in the summer. It should have been done last summer. It should have been done January. But I think he's the one of the big key components that could really take this Roma side forward in midfield. But for him, for Sassuolo, he had acres and acres and acres of room in the Stadio Olimpico pitch on on Sunday evening. Just he was just breaking from deep, playing on the counter-attack as their game plan was. Him, Berardi were outstanding. Loriente was just unbelievable and he's really kicking into form after his move from Lorient in Ligue 1. But for Tazy, um I know this is a Roma podcast. He's ex-Roma youth team product. He's gone away. Um, I hope he comes back home, but what did you, what did you think of his performance yesterday? And then I'll ask you about the second half performance. He was uh, he was outstanding. Him and uh, Loriente played really really well. I mean, uh, these performances would get both of these guys, especially Fratesi, into a bigger club. And I think Roma at all costs should go for Fratesi. Hell, Scott, I even think uh, Roma, if, you know, Sassuolo like a lot of youngsters. I actually think Loriente would be yeah. a good fit for Roma. We we kind of need uh, his type of you know young quick. Uh, dribbling type of inside forward, as as we like to call it, you know, op- opposite to Dybala with a number nine, whether it's Tammy or somebody else up top. So, but yeah, I, I think both of them were amazing. Um, man of the match could have been either one, but Fratesi was, had so much space. His, his acceleration is crazy. He was up and down the pitch and we really missed a player like him and I hope we can get him in the summer. Yeah, we missed that energy. What do you call him? A box to box midfielder likes to break up play, play from deep. They like Sassuolo defended deep with like uh, Maxime Lopez in front of the back four, um, and then they give the ball to to Fratesi and the guys out wide, and just to cause havoc. Berardi, even though with his injury, and he would you call him the villain of all this? The piece yesterday, I, I just think whatever happened happened but he was outstanding in the first half um but yeah Loriente is really looking in hot form at the moment he's clicking into form at the right side like I would say this a lot Sassuolo have really good scouting system they pick up these gems in in about two to three years they get a lot of money for for them I think um this summer they'll probably lose Fratesi um they'll get the permanent money for Locatelli and also they might in the next 18 to 24 months, they'll probably lose Loriente, maybe to another club in Serie A, maybe a club abroad, but they could get a lot of money. Remember, they lost Scamacca in the summer and they replaced him with Pinamonte, who led the line pretty well. They, him and Chris Smalling had a really good battle, but yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, what was your thoughts on the second half? Roma showed a lot of spirit, um, but just undone by the chaos of the first half overall. 
Yeah, that's the frustrating part is they actually played a lot better second half, showed a lot of spirit, a lot of fight. They never gave up. And with the right calls made by Fabry, um, I think they, they could have made a game of it second mm-hmm. half. They did, but I mean, get a result, either a win or a draw, because they really, they really pushed the tempo uh, second half. I know we complain about Roma not scoring, Scott, but the fact that they scored, scored three, three. Games, <laughs> yeah, and lost. I mean, the ability is there to do it. Just the problem is they, they don't seem, I guess, good enough to balance between offense and defense. It's just maybe the squad, but the ability is there to score goals. It's just the way they are. They they seem to be more uh, conservative. But no, the, the second half, I mean, besides the everything everything was, was, uh, was going well until... And it, just the second half, I mean, until Pinamonte scored, because I really thought they could have got results. I know Fabri, again, he made ridiculous decisions. We never mentioned, Scott, the decisions on the yellow cards from Matic and... And Smolin, yeah, both yeah, were poor. The just, Matic one was shocking. He clearly wins the ball. I, I shouted at my TV. I think 60,000 people could see it in the Olympico, and one fraud in yellow could not see it. I... I was even more shocked with Smalling. They they gave ah, him yeah. a, a, a yellow card on the handball, which was right by his chest. I mean, there was no, there was no intent to play. It just it doesn't make any sense. And then Sassuolo would have uh, three handballs. None of them were given as a yellow card. But anyways, look, they showed a lot of fighting spirit. I'm glad Wijnaldum scored. You could see he still has the quality. So I, I'm really trying to back him because uh, he got a lot of stick. He played a bit better in the second half. Uh, just. He, he's really got to support both offense and defense, but uh, Dybala did well. Uh, team looked a little better going forward. Uh, just they did what they could with 10 men. Ultimately, the first half uh, was enough for Sassuolo to take it. So uh, better, but again, we we let, we leave the stadium just angry and frustrated. Yeah, it's, do you think it's a story of what could have been? I know it's like us Roma fans see it as the bigger picture, but you see teams around Roma, they drop points and you're thinking, Roma playing a, against a sort of rejuvenated Sassuolo who I think should not be where they are. They have the quality in their in their ranks to be a lot higher up in this league. I could see them being where Torino is. I watched Torino play at Lecce um, on Sunday but I just think Sassuolo could be a lot higher but you, at the back of your mind you had this feeling like okay, Inter lost to Spezia. Lazio Drew away at Bologna, nil nil. That was actually not a bad game. I watched that. Atalanta got beaten away in Naples, which it happens. Carvacchia scoring an absolute wonder goal and breaking ankles in 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 the meantime. And then you you come to Roma and you're just thinking, just get the job done. And then we saw that, and you have got AC Milan playing Salernitana tonight. And then you have a feeling that. Going into the derby next weekend, this coming weekend, sorry, it's just, it, it's do or die, isn't it? It's just like that game has everything on the table going into the international break, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And um, just Roma just seemed to, every time, no one's, no one seems to want second place. And mm. that's, that fits what Roma is. It's a three letter word, Scott, we mention all, all the time. Roma's DNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They seem to, uh, just some reason, uh, they just seem to not be able to take advantage when other teams lose. Like Inter looked poor. Lazio, uh, they could have played forever. Didn't look like they're scoring. It's they there for Mobile. taking. They miss Chiro Mobley on Sunday. They do, and he might miss the derby. But mm. I, I'm 
I'm actually a little worried. I'm actually less worried about the Derby in terms of getting a result than I was a swallow. So I know we won't do a preview yet, but like I'm actually less worried because again, when Roma, ha- it's a do or die situation. Roma tend to do well. Mm. They tend to excel. It's in these situations where they have to show that they, 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 uh, they're supposed to belong by beating the inferior teams. They just don't do it. I mean, they do it when other teams win, just when other teams lose, it just seems they have the pressure and they don't seem to get the job done, which is really, it's really frustrating because how do you go from beating Sociedad and Juventus to losing to Sassuolo? I just, I don't know. Players just lose their minds. Uh, I, I, Kumbula, I mean, uh, I didn't know when we were going to get to just him, Scott, but he's... Do you want, do you want, it's a good segue, Joey. It's a very, very good segue. Um, do you want to talk about him? Um, he yes. got He got a lot of backlash on Twitter, which is understandable. A lot of fans, I I put out a tweet. Um, I think someone said you should sell him to Sassuolo for the Fratesi deal. I thought that's a football manager signing if it, a deal if you don't want to talk about I think it was five million plus Bove plus Valparte plus Kumbula but let's talk about the Albanian defender he had the high of Thursday night scoring under the curve of Sud to the, the 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 lowest of lows on Sunday getting sent off for violent conduct um it was violent conduct wasn't it that's a automatic three game ban uh, for kicking out an opponent um <sighs> Do you see a future for him at the club now after that, or he's oh no, he's pretty much done. Okay, I, I think he's I think he's done. He might make an appearance just out of sheer that Roma don't have so many options available. Um, if Lorente comes back, he's probably going to drop down to fifth. Mm. But uh, Scott, we've seen guys not see the field for a lot less. Chelis yes. has scored an own goal. He hasn't seen the field since the cup. Yes. Since that. Two, Since that goals, uh, so. six and a half, seven weeks ago, yeah. uh, you saw the the five last season against Bodo Glimt, which Kumbula was one of. Was it uh, Villar, Diawara, Bochamayarau, Kumbula, and the Carlos Perez? Carlos Perez, yeah, but he yeah. did make some appearances. But again, yeah. I think it was forced because we didn't have the we bodies. Didn't have anybody. Yeah, so I think Kumbula might make some appearances when we need to give a rest to guys just because we don't have anybody else. But no, uh, to me, the way Jose is, like I said, Chelik, uh a lot less, and he hasn't seen the field in six and a half, seven weeks. Camera made his first appearance in so many months, and he wasn't even that bad. So a violent conduct costs you three points. Uh, I don't think he's going to see for a while. And Scott, you are, my, you are my witness. If people listen to this pod or they don't, or they just started listening, I have been against Kumbula from for a while now. I just don't think there's a player there. I just I think he's too slow. He's not great with the ball at his feet. He just doesn't have the, the quality and well it showed yesterday. Against Sociedad, I, I think he did a okay job. I think that suited him more because you know I'll um slower tempo. Slower tempo too. Yeah it's a much slower tempo, especially with Spanish teams. Like they like to control the ball, mm. control the play. Very technical, but I I don't think there's a center back there. So and it just showed yesterday his just his stupidity and it just it really costed Roma three points and yeah I I, I don't want him to see the field again. So and I'm sure Jose won't have him see the field for a long long time. 
Yeah, so it's, it's back. I think there's going to be a bit of backlash now because it was a, it's, uh, it was a moment of madness. Um, you can't do that in the VAR era now. You can't lash out on players because it will get picked up by people who control VAR in the booth um, because you've got cameras all over the world watching the game now. It's just a, a moment of stupidity. Some Someone, I think, Compared compared it to Mancini and Keane, would you go down that level? Because Keane, Mancini just grabbed him and just tried to block him off. Didn't kick out at him. I just think maybe people were a bit clutching at straws to compare things like that. Yeah, I think I think they were. I don't think the situation was the same. It was a lot less of anything done by uh, Mancini. Uh, Berardi really did provoke him, but. He's got to be a professional, not to, mm. not to kick back, not to react. Because you know they always give, you know they always get the guy who reacts, and Kumbula oh. was the one on that day. So yeah, not the instigator, but the one who does the reacting. Um, it's just disappointing now because you go from the highs of like last week um, to now the low. Not a low, but a, just a disappointment. There was a there was a sense of like the air of deflation after after like the final whistle but I, I say this we go again again um thursday's gonna be crucial um Real sociedad at the reality arena 2-0 um we'll do a, a little quick preview for the game before wrapping this up um more bodies are coming back in so Gianluca Mancini, I think Bolotti will be back. Cristante will be back. I'm not too sure about Pellegrini. I think he'd probably be done for Lazio, which is the they derby. confirm he's coming back, Scott. Oh, he's going to wear a helmet. A helmet? Yeah. Oh, like what, yeah, a hockey helmet or cricket helmet? Oh, they, they didn't say. They just wrote helmet. I guess it's to prevent, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. from the stitches from yeah, breaking, breaking, but it, was, it yeah. was confirmed today. Yeah, like a, maybe like a scrum cap, like uh, Petacek. Um, maybe, yeah. Um, what's your thoughts going into Thursday? 2-0. I know Real Sociedad have not been great in La Liga recently. I think they drew one all, as I said earlier, against Real, uh, Real Mallorca. But what's your thoughts going into Thursday? Um, I, I'm confident we can come out of there just passing the round, whether we lose by a goal or, or uh, the case. I don't think uh, Mourinho is going to stand. You know, we just gave up four goals. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, two games in a row. The regular defense of Ibanez, Mancini, Smalling will be back. I think they'll want a bit of redemption. This is, like I said, where Rome excel when they're everyone's down, and you think they're out. Well, their hope is gonna put you right back in. Um, the only thing I want them to do well is to manage their energy levels going into the derby. Because uh, I saw today, Scott, that I, I think uh, Lazio are planning to play a lot of their backups for the Conference League. They might want to throw it. I'm not saying to do that for Roma, obviously, because I think we'll lose the tie. But mm. I, I really think they should manage their levels like. You know what? I'll go as crazy as you don't need a goal. You just need to conserve the game. Do you really need Dybala? I don't. I don't even know the fact that he played forty-five minutes. Call me crazy, Scott, but maybe don't start him. Like just putting guys who are going to put a good defensive work, like Al Sharari again, with uh, Balotti or something, and put three men in the midfield because you know ma- manage energies that way. Maybe Matic doesn't start. Uh, that's that's another concern because he looked he looked shattered when he, he came off. Yeah, he looked shattered. Yeah. yeah. So 
um, I would say Paul Wijnaldum, but the performance we saw from him defensively, uh, you know, it wasn't great. But against, I, I think against Sociedad, he can do the job. But if, uh, but Jose, knowing Jose, he might be too worried and would just play his, his, uh, you know, his preferred eleven with uh, Cristante and Matic. Uh, but I'm, I'm confident overall. I just, I just, if I, in a perfect world, I would just rest someone like DiBala and Matic. And hope we can just get out of their passing, but I don't think that'll happen. But I, I'm confident they'll they'll pass the round. I, I I don't think they'll they'll get beaten by two three goals. I say that and watch them, you know, watch them Thursday prove me prove me wrong. But uh, no, I'm confident. So Ralph Sociedad free Roma nil on Thursday evening. I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid. <laughs> I uh, no, I, I'm feeling the same way. I probably feel that he may have to use a bit more experience and utilise Dabala and uh, Matic and maybe, I think there was rumours of Bellotti starting ahead of Abraham I think, which is quite understandable because Bellotti has played well going into the games um, before his injury, but yeah I'm with you, I think if they can get if they can nick something and they're still ahead in the tie with 20-25 minutes left um, I would take off some of your key players and just hope to reserve the energy going into one of the biggest games of the season on Sunday when you got Lazio. Uh, I'm not surprised that Lazio might rest and rotate some players because they're missing their key component, who hasn't really played well this season. He's had a lot of injuries, but they are losing 2-1 uh, to Azad Alkmaar in the Conference League. So that could be interesting. I just think if Rome can get something and score early and impose themselves. They've already got a 2-0 lead. They they controlled the first leg really, really well. It's just see if they can control the second leg also. Um, I think they can do it. I hopeful they can do it. And probably on Friday we'll be talking about it as well and then previewing the derby. But I'm confident and to see what can happen. Um, I imagine it will be Cristante um, and even Matic or Wijnaldum. Um, that's the thing, Scott. Do yeah. you do you start do you start Matic again? He couldn't last more than sixty minutes. I, I don't. I don't I think wouldn't. we'd see him. I, no, I don't. I I reckon he'll save him for the derby. And you do, would you start would you start DiBala knowing we have the big derby coming up and he had to play again at least forty five minutes? Oh, do you start him or do you not start him? It's the million dollar question. I would probably give him sixty sixty five minutes if I'm being brutally honest. Because he may want to get something out of the tie, but I imagine because uh, you've got Al Shuari as well on the bench. But if Roma weren't playing Lazio, I would have rested him. But because they've got Lazio, oh, it's such a t- oh my god! This is where my football manager head comes into because you want to play your best eleven when you play when you're away and when you have a. Uh, a quarter final on the horizon potentially and then you've got one of the biggest games of the season ah this is why I'm not a manager and I'm <laughs> an office worker who loves football <laughs> um, it's so it's so hard it's like a toss of a coin I reckon he will start him and give him 60 to 65 minutes and bring on the fresh legs of Stefan Al-Sharari afterwards yeah I think that's fair um, I was hoping we wouldn't need him you know, against Asuolo and it would have made it a lot better, but we can't seem to do well without him. So 
that I'm just hoping he doesn't play a full 90 against Sociedad and he's well rested for the Derby. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else to add apart from Fabri? Um, which Serie B game do you reckon he'll be doing in a couple of weeks? I probably will, Scott. Like I did last week, I'm just holding up my uh, my hands in the the handcuff of Mourinho again. <laughs> Figc, but no, I have nothing else to add. I think we've we've ranted enough about yeah. the, about the game. Yeah, it's, it's it was. It feels like it's been like two step forwards, one step back a lot this season. It's it's it, to be honest. Um, we have we've had a good run. I, I, there were games that it, you, you're bound to have hiccups. With the depth of this squad that's had. Um I think didn't uh Prandelli come out today and said that basically Jose's doing miracles with this team and I can really completely agree with him. He's got this team believing in themselves and pushing for potentially a top four. But yeah, uh we go again. We've got two big games coming up, Real Sociedad and um Lazio. But yeah, uh, if you've got nothing else to add, um, we can wrap this podcast up because we've ranted a bit, ranted about officiating, Kumbula, etc., etc. No, we're good. Just uh, let's hope to recover like we did against Camarese. We beat Juventus. Just hope, uh, you know, to make up for the loss, we got to win the next two games before the international break. Yeah, uh, an international break, I think some players in for a lot of teams cannot wait for because I think there's two... European qualifiers, and I think there's some World Cup qualifiers. Was there World Cup qualifiers? No, I don't think there's South American football as well, but I'm not too sure. I did see there's European qualifiers, which start the Thursday afterwards, the the last game. So, yeah, I think there's two, maybe three rounds, but two. Because I know Scotland are playing on the Saturday, and then they've got Spain. I've got to look forward all I hope for Scott is with with this international break is that the Roma players who are getting called up, such as Ibanez, we don't know everybody else. They just don't mm. play many minutes. I yeah. just want them to rest. True. I said that. Yeah, sorry. Um, before you said that, I said I've got to look forward to Scotland, Spain in two weeks, which is going to be torture. Um, before <laughs> I finish, um, did you see who scored on his debut in Turkey? Yes, yes, I saw that. Uh, I just think of the 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 gift that says "Show me the money." So <laughs> that's that's all I'm I'm really I'm only supporting him for that. But he he scored in the most Zaniolo way. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Scott. I had a I had a little bit of a laugh. He scored in the most Zaniolo way. Like people were raving that he scored on his debut. But if you saw how he scored, so he dribbled into two defenders as always. The mm. ball bundled to the player next to him. And then he got the pass back because there was a player that fell on the floor and he was wide open in space. And he tucked it into the bottom corner pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And I just, if like anybody else, you know, you make that pass, you work a one-two, whatever. But he did exactly what he did with Roma. He just ran into people, but this time it worked. And Mm. if you looked at his statistics, it it didn't, throughout the whole match, it didn't look great. But anyways, happy scored. I mean, I just... Want Roman to get as much of the bonuses as they can. So, yeah, yeah. You know what, Scott? I'm, and you know what? I, it's it sucks. You kind of sucks. You brought that up because it makes me think now. If he went through to Bournemouth, maybe we could have had two players that would have helped us. Sassuolo, if we had extra depth. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not um, meant to be. Saniola could have been on the pitch for Bournemouth when they beat Liverpool at the weekend. That is true. Vino uh, was there. He had a lovely run. So maybe they'll buy him. He had a yeah. lovely run at the end of the game. They showed all over Twitter. I actually watched the game. It, 
he didn't look all right. Like he looked okay when he came on. So I'm just I've, hoping all the lone players do well. Yeah, I, they had it on at football. Um, and as you probably know, uh, match of the day over here in the UK only showed, showed brief highlights of the games. So for all of like, the games over the weekend, there was a 20-minute highlight package and a 15-minute highlight package. So we, we didn't get to see much. But and we also saw Mo Salah miss a penalty. But we're, we're digressing into ex-Roma players and current Roma players. Um, but yeah, um, you never know. If Bournemouth stay up, they could um, finance a move for Vigna and... Hopefully he does well in the Premier League, but yeah, Zanu. But doesn't that uh, doesn't it frustrate you, Scott? Like you, you see how frustrated the uh, the management. Uh, I'm digressing just a little bit. Uh, how Pinto and Mourinho were were upset, especially Pinto of the deal that didn't go through for Zaniolo. It wasn't even as much of the money as there was the timing of it that Roma could have the depth, and it showed mm-hmm. against that solo. I thought about it, and you just. You just re-brought it up and it made me think about it again. You know, that added depth could have been key in games like Cremonese as well. That's the frustrating part. Roma's just always seems like just, they're just, they're right there, but there's just always something that happens stupidly timing-wise and it just doesn't work out in their favor. Anyways, that was my final, final round. <laughs> I think the player was hacking Ziyech, so four or five years on afterwards, it could have been. But yeah, if we had two extra players, it could have made a difference. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I think that's pretty much about it. We've got a nice couple of games coming up. It's um, it's sort of, You have a sort of end of March feel to it because you've got had all these games coming up quick and fast. We've got... Champions League tomorrow. You've got Serie A finishing this weekend's round of fixtures. You've got Europa League, Conference League, and then you've got the next week's slate of games, which start on Friday evening. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then I think two big games on Sunday, isn't it? Derby d'Italia to end the, the weekend. And then two hours before ends Derby della Capitale. But yeah, really looking forward to this weekend's round of action. That's me... Uh, bumbling through this but yeah um, guys you can follow us at themagicast.com you can find all our previous podcasts on the website and you can find all our podcasts on your choice of listening so if it's uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean Spotify and if you do have if you do listen to us with a rating system, please give us a five-star rating. Um, really helps with the algorithms and boosting up this podcast, which has been going on for a long time. And we're not far away from a double hundred. I think we're 13 episodes away from 200. We'll probably get that by the end of the season. Um, Joey, thank you for joining me on this Monday afternoon. We normally do this on a Monday evening, but as it's, Daylight Savings has hit your country and hasn't hit mine yet. It's uh, not a pleasant afternoon because the weather's been absolutely disgusting. But thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you as always, Scott. Absolute pleasure. We'll be back Friday um, to do a review of the game on Thursday and to talk about a certain Derby della Capitale. Can Roma seek revenge after the horror show in November just before fireworks uh i think it was just before guy fawkes evening i think it may be the same day but no it's a big, big week enjoy your football enjoy the rest of your week ciao ciao